the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Picture Radio News Hour, Joe and Jason, on this Thursday, the day after. Wow, what a crazy day. We've got all-time record highs on Wall Street. Gold and silver, a, a tear-your-face-off rally uh, as Jay Powell shocks the world and was nothing but dovish. We'll bring it all to you. But remember, our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. Make sure you get out there to YouTube. Get out there to Rumble. Uh, share this. Like it. Thumbs it up. You know, do, do all that great stuff. Uh, Jason, I, I think everybody's kind of in shock today. Uh, you know, yesterday we were kind of saying, okay, was he going to, you know, be hawkish? Is he going to be dovish? And, and, and I thought, I said, well, you know, I think he's going to be a little bit of both. Uh, that was not the case. Uh, all the things that we talked about, remember when I was telling you, this is, this is, be thankful that gold and silver are down. Right? Uh, be thankful. And I started rattling off. Here's all the things that are going to come in 2024 that are going to drive gold to all-time record highs. Don't be shocked. I'll make this call right now. Don't be shocked to see silver challenge its all-time record high. And, and silver, it, it's at 24 just below twenty four twenty five, silver's up a dollar and a half in less than twenty four hours, but would still have to double and add a few bucks to get to an all time record high. Jason, that is very possible if things don't go according to plan, uh, because Jay Powell and his cronies. I'll say this. Obviously, something inside of their data. Have them talking about, you know what, yeah, the, the, the rate hiking cycle is over. Uh, we got to talk about rate hikes. He talked about quantitative tightening and ending quantitative tightening. He talked about the reverse repos. Uh, he talked about how they don't expect growth to be much more than 1% next year. Uh, and, and I think this, you know, in, in a weird way, right, Wall Street loves it. Gold loves it. Silver loves it. Oil, everything, everybody loves it. The one thing that probably is is now a guarantee, we won't get to 2% inflation. I think that's that's kind of what they decided uh, they were going to uh, uh, That was the sacrificial lamb. Yeah, I'll go further. I think they know that we're going to get massive uptick in inflation in the year and two years to come. And this $8.5 trillion of debt that's rolling over, I think they want to 
uh, lower the rates a little bit to soften the blow of their interest that they have to pay the government and, and the Fed on their assets. And then they, I think they know that maybe at the end of 2024, they're going to be raising rates again and raising them much higher than five and a half. So, I, Joe, this, Ooh, it, it's, all, it's all working. Boomerang. A boomerang. Oh, it's, yeah. You look at the inflation in the 1970s, we're, we're, we've been following that trend almost exactly if you look at a line chart. The highest part of the inflation is still yet to come from the late 70s into early 80s. And it, it dwarfs the inflation that happened just before it. So we're, we're heading for that. And I think if they can trade off some of their rolling over debt to something that's more like 3%, if they lower the rates 2%, then when the inflation becomes too big of a bear, which is, I think they know it's, it, here comes the inflation, it's making all their rich, it's going to make all their rich friends happy. All their assets are going to go up, property. The stock market, all these things are going to go up for uh, for a while. I mean, the things that are going to happen next year is just—it's going to be incredible. And I think they, you know, I think the government spending is not going to stop. It's going to—it's going to accelerate, and it's going to be higher rate debt. So they, you know, they're going to give them a reprieve on the borrowing, and then here comes the inflation, Joe. It's—it's going to be—it's going to be crazy what happens next year, Joe. You know, it, it's interesting that you say that because obviously one thing for certain, right? The the interest on the debt will come down a little bit now, right? Because we're not going right. to pay five plus percent uh, on that, so that'll help a little. The losses that the Fed is taking because of quantitative tightening, the Fed has lost like two hundred billion dollars. That'll slow a little bit. Uh, the unrealized losses on these banks will come down because the higher the rates go the bigger the unrealized losses get and uh, so there's some benefit there and I, I do I think a lot of this has more to do with the issues in banking uh, that that they don't want to resurface uh, but it was very interesting to hear Jay Powell the base scenario does not call for any rate hikes Matter of fact, the only thing he said about rate hikes, well, if something dramatic happens, yeah, we, we could. We could always raise rates again. But, yeah, that's that's not what we're looking at. Right? That's, that's not, not what I just said, though. Isn't that what I just said, though? Something dramatic yeah. will happen. It'll be in the back half. Of the, for, for the Fed, uh, August or September of next year, that's like a, that's an eternity. So there's your dramatic thing where they raise the rates. It'll be like, you know, November next year or something, Joe. You watch. It'll happen. We're going to see how it all plays out. But uh, when we get back, we're going to talk dot plots. Uh, what are all the Fed governors saying about where interest rates will be? How many rate cuts do these geniuses up at the central bank think that we're going to get in 2024? Uh, and then we'll go, we, we didn't get jobless claims. By the way, jobless claims came out today. Jobless claims were spectacular. Like, uh, yeah, don't cut rates at all, right? Jobless claims were almost like raise rates. It's crazy. It's a crazy market. Gold's crazy. Silver's crazy. Stocks are crazy. Everything's crazy. We'll be back. We're back here. Patriot Radio News Hour, Joe and Jason here on this Thursday. A quick look in at the markets. The Dow up 75 points, 37,164. The S&P up 9, 47,16. The NASDAQ up 10, 
14,740. Gold uh, up 60, uh, 23, or 20, 23, not yet 23. 2043 silver up a dollar 60 24 dollars and 23 cents uh you got to remember so when the fed comes out with their announcement uh gold is trading electronically only so new york you're seeing you know gold up 60 dollars as an example uh when you go to say london kitco uh, you know what? I didn't even look, Jason. Uh, Kitco probably golds up up eleven fifty. Uh, up eleven fifty. There you go. So uh, two thousand forty uh, there, yep. there in London, because like I said, most of that move was after uh, the Fed came out in the electronic trading. Uh, but yeah, two thousand and forty on gold. Uh, copper also having a strong day. A lot of people calling for a big run in copper as well. Being diversified here, this, you know, this, the, 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 the trap is being set, right? It, it's, hey, everybody's euphoric about, hey, the Fed thinks they're going to be cutting rates a bunch. The problem is, for that to happen, we're probably going to see the economy get really slow, right? That, that's kind of what the Fed is signaling. So, you know, Wall Street, you've got the euphoria of it, right? It's kind of a buy the rumor, but then sell yeah. the news, right? You've got to sell the news. And I think it's going to be sell the news at least for part of 2024. Uh, be diversified yeah. here, right? We keep talking about, hey, why refi up to 10.25% fixed rates of return, not correlated to Wall Street. They've actually made – the program was great. They actually made it better. Now, if you want to just say, you know what, I'm going to take a timeout for 2024. I'm going to do it for one year. They're going to give you 6.5%. They raised it a quarter point. Matter of fact, they raised all of their years except the fifth year. Two years, three years, four years, raised it all a quarter of a point. Not only that, they already had, you know, they don't have fees. They don't, have play, they don't play games there. They, they just don't. If you do need your money back early. You know, and people know, like, if you've ever had annuities, you know how you get whacked with those things if you need the money. Not a wide refight. You always got all of your principal back, all of it. Now, guess what? You're going to be able to keep that uh, some of that interest as well. Uh, check them out. InvestYREFI.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y-R-E-F-Y.com. Or just call them at 888-YREFI-24. Uh, Jason. The big thing, and we said it yesterday, they're going to, they decided the dot plot was going to be important. And there's 19 members total. So you've got like the 12 uh, banks, right? The New York Fed, the Chicago Fed, San Francisco Fed, Dallas Fed, Richmond. You got those 12. You got Jay Powell. You, you got the vice chair. You got the regulator in New York, total of 19 uh, people put little dots on a chart to say this is where we think the rates are going to be going forward. And they'll, they'll go out, you know, a year, year and a half uh, and, and, and kind of just do a little graph. Now. 
the graph going into this meeting, which probably shouldn't be a surprise, was, hey, we're all right where we are right now. Obviously, because that's where they were. They had two members say that they think rates will stay where they are. In other words, 2024, we won't have any rate cuts. Nope. I guess I should start with no members had a rate hike. None. So I guess that tells you, right, rate hikes are off the table. One member thought that they would cut rates once. Another, what was it, five, it looks like five members said that they were going to cut twice. It's either six, these dots are really small, so my, my eyesight's, you know, I'm old. It's like the best. Six, or, I think it's six, maybe seven, said three rate cuts. Four of them said four rate cuts. And one guy, I don't know who it is. I want to know who this guy is. Uh, four, five, he said six rate cuts. And apparently they said, well, if you average it all out, that equals three rate cuts coming in 2024. And, Jason, that was the big headline all uh, uh, after they came out. The Fed's going to cut three times in 2024. That's how they got here. I'll say this. This thing changes with the wind. Uh, it's never yep. been that accurate. But the one thing that stood out to me, though, Jason, was pretty much all of them, with the exception of two, said, hey, things are getting worse to the point we're going to have to cut at least once, somewhere between one and six times. 17 of the 19 said we got to cut one to six times. Nobody said a rate hike. Correct, and uh, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, if you really go to the motivation, which should be, you know, their job to, to keep the American economy rolling, right, which that's not what they've ever been worried about. It's, it's self-preservation and the interests of those that they, that they uh, represent. You know, the Federal Reserve privately owned company. People need to understand this. This is a privately. This is not just one or two guys. This isn't. This isn't the guys who made the Federal Reserve Bank. You know, this is a, a, a quite a wide range of very wealthy individuals, and. Uh, you know, we, we said on the last segment, there's a lot of debt rolling over. You know, the Fed, of course, the Fed's, you know, they don't have to, they just print the money when they buy this stuff. So they don't really lose anything. However, paying back, you know, the debt, Joe, and the the, you know, the interest rates being high, uh, they're going to want to cut these rates. They're going to want to cut these rates. I, I Like you just said, the jobs number says raise them, right? Right? The inflation says raise them. You know that we've got it at five and a half percent. They can't get it below three. The, the the CPI year over year, and they want two, so they essentially have to cut the uh, the, the the CPI in half to get where they want to go. You know, and they're not getting it, Joe. They're not getting it. So, you know, hey, hey, we got to protect our interests. You know, we don't want to pay a bunch of we don't want to pay a high interest rate on all this debt that's rolling over. We're gonna we're going to wait for the timing right when we really want to roll this stuff over, and then we're going to buy a whole bunch of it at the lower rate, and then I think the interest rates go right back up and the inflation blows everybody up, which I don't know when, when that will happen next year. It could be the very end of next year, but we'll be here, Joe. We'll be watching. You know, it's funny that Jay Powell likes to, like, well, in case some incredible thing happens, isn't that code word for something incredible is going to happen one way or the other, right? That's what it sounds like he was saying. 
Just doesn't have the well, balls you know, to yeah. say it aloud. You, you got a you got a CYA, right? You got a CYA. Yeah. It's, listen, I know we're all all dumbish here, but you know, I'm not saying yeah. that you know something. Uh, the boomerang could come back. It, it is interesting, right? Because look, the ten-year yeah. note right now it's below four percent. Matter of fact, wow. three nine one. Three, it's really moving down. Nine one. The, the, You've seen a whole point plus come off a 10-year treasury in 30 days, like a month. That's not how these yeah. markets are supposed to work. And by the way, there's been no rate cut, right? There's just been, hey, things are slowing down. But look at today, jobless claims fell to 202,000, back near the lows, 202,000, right? Fell 19,000. Now, granted, that's seasonally adjusted, and I think the seasonal adjustments are a little off. But still, it's a, it's a low number. Let's not split hairs. It's a low number. Retail sales came in today. They were up, not, not huge, but they were up a couple tenths. And, and we know things have slowed down. Obviously, they understate inflation. We understand that, and... and uh, the realities are it's up because prices are so expensive. But still, they were expecting a small little contraction. Jason, they didn't get that either. It's not like the data has been overwhelmingly negative. There have been. Now, Jay Powell did mention you know, the labor market continues to be the, the big source of strength, if you will. But but uh, it, 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 it just does kind of set us all up here. For the and I think what they're getting at, wait till the money runs out, then things really change. Until the reverse repo is out of money, things are going to look better yeah. than probably what they are. Because he did talk about it, he absolutely talked about the reverse repo. Uh, still said, you know, hey, we got money in the system. Still talked about. Now he didn't talk about ending yeah. quantitative tightening. But he talked about it, and that's how it starts, right? Well, we're going to start talking about it now, right? We're going to talk about quantitative time. We're still doing it. But, you know, then six weeks from now, well, you know, we, we may end it, you know, later this year. And then, you know, six more weeks. Well, probably end it a little sooner, right? That, that That's what's coming. Did you see the score of that Raiders-Vikings game last weekend? Three to zero. Three to zero. That was the game, and the, and the field goal was at the last two minutes of the game. Jay Powell kind of did the same thing in the question and answer. He said, well, inflation isn't at our target, but wages are outpacing the inflation. So in a lot of ways, we've kind of – he's almost kind of gave himself the win there because he, he said – which is ridiculous. Oh, the wages are outpacing the inflation. So to me, that's, that's, that's another code for we're going to be lowering rates because, you know, hey – Hey, look, it's, it, we, we kind of got our 2%. You know, if you look at it in whatever warped way, we want to change it, right, Joe? Yeah, exactly. And, and it's something where, uh, you know, I <laughs> guess three it's to zero semantics, win. right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would take – listen, I would take 3-0 right now. I, I just don't, I don't – I don't know that the, the, the Fed can win here. Uh, but but I think the, the thing that's made perfectly clear to me was, hey – we're going to live with more inflation if that's the case. Uh, because he was yep. specifically yep. asked, yeah. he was specifically asked, are you going to wait 
for inflation to get back down to 2% or less before you start cutting rates? And his answer was, you know, he didn't say it, but his answer was no. His answer was, hey, as we approach 2%, yeah, we can start cutting rates. We can cut rates before inflation gets back to 2%, which just tells me that that this is the sacrifice they're going to make. They don't have it. The money in the system is drying up. They need liquidity. They do. This is a debt money system. It's plain and simple. And I think what Jay Powell is saying is, hey, we, we've run this almost. We're not done. But we've drained the system about as best we can. It's, it's getting ready to come to an end. And inflation's probably not going to be back to 2%. But then we're going to have to start, what, juicing it again. We're going to have to start pr- printing money again. We have some history, too, because uh, with 9-11 and out-of-control government spending back in those days, that's when the Fed came out with the, well, 2%. You know, they didn't say 2% mandated inflation in the 70s and the 80s, even though they had com- complete out-of-control inflation. But in the 90s, they didn't talk about they had to have 2%. There was no t- that came after 9-11, an emergency, right, and, and, and out-of-control spending, which wasn't going to get any better. Of course, the housing crash didn't make it any, any easier. Oh, take two percent. That's we should accept that. And and Joe, we're either headed for one of two things: four percent at some point when we get past the bad inflation, four percent will be the new okay inflation, or they'll just reinvent how to calculate it, and that four percent will be then taken down to two percent, and they'll just claim victory a few years from now when everything's been destroyed pretty harshly. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Jason and I we're coming right back. Stay with us. We're back here, 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour on this Thursday. Uh, I got a hundred. I just got an email here. I've got a hundred $5 liberties. These are the old ones, 1866 to 1907. You know, just under a quarter ounce of gold here in a $5 Liberty, uh, you're going to save some money today. Five hundred and ninety dollars if you buy ten or more. Five hundred and eighty-five dollars. And Jason, I think this just sets this up to where this is how I look at it. They're going to pump this thing because they're not quite ready. They they need another year uh, to to get. Get ready here. I think we're going to see a lot of dollar destruction in in 2024 as they start the printing presses all over again. Uh, before the you know the, the 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 weight of the debt finally caves it all in, having fractional gold I think is now a necessity. You know we talk about fractional; it's great. Silver's great. I mean, I think it's going to be huge. What a huge performance, not just today, but this year. Silver's been fantastic. Gold's been, gold's up like, I don't even know, 220, 230 bucks this year. Right? What's, what's silver up? I don't know, 2 $3? Something like that, right? Yeah. Up yeah. big. Big amounts. And when we're sitting here talking about what's coming, now, we already know. 
I've already got the handbooks written. Right? The, the central bank digital currencies, they're already coming. Remember, the, what was it, last week? MIT, or MIT, the Boston Fed. Hey, by the way, we need a uh, central bank dig- digital currency, guys. We got to get ready. We got we to gotta, we gotta get it all ready. We got the wholesale side going. We got to get ready for the retail side. Things are going to be so expensive that stuff that I used to be like, well, yeah, you can use a Silver Eagle for that. That probably won't get it done, right? You're probably going to need five or ten Silver Eagles for, for, for that, right? You know, hey, I'm going to uh, trade eggs with the farmer. I mean, remember, what, what was it last year? A dozen eggs got to like 12 bucks. I mean, right? it was insane. Yep. They come down, but you, you, everyone remembers, right? These are these are the things that I think about now. You know, the uh, a quarter ounce gold eagle. You know, we we are like, you know, hey, you can pay your taxes with it. You can, uh, you know, maybe you get two or three. You can get a generator with it. Stuff stuff of this nature. Uh, you know, you want to, I don't know, maybe you want an AR fifteen. Well, you may need three or four. Uh, you know, uh, uh, of those, it's it's a great coin to have uh, just in case you need it, right? Hey, you're putting gold away, and you're not paying. I mean, it's not outrageous, right? You're paying under $2,400 for an ounce, and you got fractional material. Uh, it, it just makes good sense. You know, t- 10%. Of our buyers are like, listen, I just want the cheapest thing you got. Cheapest price you got on an ounce of gold. That's all I want. I don't care. And we got 10% who I'm just prepping. I want junk silver, maybe a silver eagle, maybe a tenth ounce. Right? That, that, that may be it on gold, right? Maybe they'll do a tenth ounce of gold. But they're, they're solely what I would call I'm stocking up on barter. The other 80%, hey, you, you don't want to pay more than you need to. Who does? But at the same point, you're like, you know what? Those prepper guys, yeah, they're not that insane anymore, right? They're, they're kind of probably, you know what? I, I want to do both. Well, this is for those guys that, hey, that want to do both. This is right in your wheelhouse now. Uh, $590 on a $5 Liberty Gold piece by 10 or more, 585 at 800 951 And, Jason, I mean, all, you know, all the gold calls coming out again. Uh, you know, we yeah. hit that, you know, that big inner day high. Uh, right now, when we're looking at, at uh, charts and things of that nature, uh, we're you know sitting here right around two thousand and forty dollars to the ounce. Uh, and, and again, we're, we'll probably look for hey that two thousand seventy two thousand seventy five number because that's kind of where gold was. And then remember, overnight it shot up. Uh, but if it takes that number out, right, then we're probably going to be talking about all time closing record highs versus all-time interday record highs yeah gold is since late october has been trading in the uh the, the, the 2000 or up upper 2000 range since since late october you know so so 1995 2001 
and then up to the record higher we had recently of 2070. It's been doing that since late October. All right, this is a this this it's staying in the 2000 range, and it's hard to believe. But in October 5th, two weeks before it started trading in this range, it was at 1825. So it's moved. That's this was this one step up. You should have been buying back then when it was in the 18 1900 range, but now it's in the 2000 range, moving to the 2100 range. And we still might have some ups and downs. I don't know. We don't know for sure. Joe and I are talking, hey, there's going to be some sideways action. But I'll tell you right now, don't wait, because when the Fed decides to, to lower the rates, it'll take off like a rocket ship. It'll probably happen on a Friday, by the way, and you won't get the chance to buy it in this range. It'll just be higher. So highly suggest if you want fractional gold, this is the time to get in, Joe. You, you guys are running out of time for this cheaper gold. Well, I, I, I'll be honest. I got caught off guard. I was caught off guard yesterday. I was hedging my bets. You know, normally on Fed meetings, if you look at, you know, they have, what, what is it, eight Fed meetings a year. Gold falls six out of eight, right, because it's normally a meeting about strong dollar, right? That's what they, you know, that's what they want to portray. Lately, they've been very wishy-washy. And I thought that would continue. I was wrong. And look at, you know, 60 bucks, just like that. You know, we're seeing, we're going to be seeing, and this is the nature of it, right? The, the higher it goes, obviously now a $60 move in gold. Gosh, when I started, that's that would have been unthinkable. $300 gold that it goes up 60 bucks in a day. That wouldn't have happened. Back then, God, my God, gold's up $10, right? You're getting all excited on a $10 move, right? Now, now gold's up 60 and we're kind of like, eh, yeah, yeah, that's kind of normal right now. I hate to say it, but it, right, we've been seeing a lot. Look at the, look at when gold hit a new time, all-time record close. We had several days. Gold was up 30 40 $50. Of course, and then overnight, it jumped $60, $70. Those are going to be considered smaller moves as we move forward. Take advantage here. 800 951 0592. 800 951 0592. Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour on this Thursday. Again, the special today, $5 gold liberties, one through nine, five ninety ten or more, $585 as it appears uh, that the Federal Reserve uh, essentially is done raising rates. That is no longer uh, the base scenario, uh, the the rate cuts now the vast majority 17 of the 19 members expect one to six rate cuts in 2024 two people thought they would stay the same i guess the the average 3 Three rate cuts coming in 2024. So let's think about what's what's coming. Okay. Three rate cuts. Let's let's use that. Could be more. Could be less. But let's okay. Doesn't appear like there's any more rate hikes. That's off the table. 
Okay, so that means gold and silver are going higher. Right? Gold, uh, the dollar will go lower. They're trying to, you know, get yields to come back down. Three rate cuts, maybe a little less, maybe a little more. All of those drive gold and silver. On top of it, Jay Powell mentioned a couple of different things. On top of these, if that wasn't enough, the ending of money in the reverse repo facility. A lot of that money, obviously banks, but a lot of that money markets probably regretting not buying more treasuries at higher yields, but money markets, uh, now that rates are going to go lower, I think they're diving into this thing, right? Hey, let's buy as many treasuries as we can, because remember, how do you make money on bonds? You make money on bonds when yields go down. This this last month, and I, it, I guarantee you, I don't know, but 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 it was probably the best month for bonds since COVID. Since COVID, maybe longer. Heck, it may have been the best month to bond for bonds since the financial crisis, right? When yields went from five plus to zero. I mean, it, it's unprecedented. Kind of what we're seeing here. But when that facility runs out, Jay Powell said, hey, yeah, that's okay. That's it's kind of going to be a problem. But, but banks still have some excess capital, too. We got, we got some excess capital there. Obviously, that capital can't go to zero, right? That's the problem, right? How much is enough? I, I don't know. Right now... They're between three and three point five trillion. Sounds like a lot, but not really. Not when you think about all the debt that's out there. How much is enough there? I don't know. Again, I venture to say they're going to be buying bonds because the Fed has told them you can make money in bonds right now. You better hurry up. Jeff Gunlatch came out saying, Hey, I think ten year notes gonna be three percent. I just said three nine. So let's call it four to three. That's a big move. That's 25%. That's a big move. I think a lot of that excess liquidity, Jason, goes away real fast here. And then, of course, Jay Powell also then talked about, well, you know, uh, we, 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 we can still run off the balance sheet, but acknowledged, hey, when the money runs out, we're going to have to stop quantitative tightening and obviously stop it before then. He hasn't given a time on that, but I think we're going to get one of those soon as well. Well, and, and yesterday's, you know, uh, the, the media around around uh, the meeting and uh, what was being spoken, uh, I, I think is, you know, is, is a really good call to, hey, fo- you know, FOMO, right, fear of missing out. This We're not going up anymore. We're going to be going down. Hey, foreign investor, do you want to borrow and get that bigger rate? You better jump in. I mean, so I, I think that it was definitely a big pitch to get their their auctions revved up a little bit, Joe, because they're selling hardly nothing, right? So, you know, if they, if they say nothing but down, sideways or down, then anybody that's thinking that Treasury is a good place to get into, this is the highest rate you're going to get for the foreseeable future, right, Joe? So I think that's another kind of another one of their goals because, what, the government still wants to spend, Right. Right, the government still wants to spend, so someone's got to borrow that. You know, someone's got to loan that money to them, right? 
Yeah, yeah, that's the kind of the the, the biggest uh, thing that we're talking about in, in all of this is the the fact of the matter is the Fed is signaling that hey we're going to run out of money, and once we've run out of money, right, we we've got to do something to get more money back into the system, and the answer pretty simply is. Let's keep lowering rates, right? Let, let's lower rates. I want to know the one guy that said six. That's the guy I want to talk to, right? That's the guy <laughs> well, I want to talk to because that guy's saying, it, hey, though, it's, it's going to get ugly, ugly. Well, what, what, I guess what it really comes down to is, you know, three rate cuts can be very much worse than the six. If it's six quarter points, well, what if this big emergency that uh, Powell alluded to uh, makes it three one-point cuts? Right, Joe. Suddenly, yeah. And I guess I needed, to, uh, yeah, I needed to preface that. You're right. They, they, all of those cuts were, were a quarter point variety. So when I say three right. cuts, where they put their dot, that signified 75 basis points lower than today. So to Jason's point, that doesn't mean three meetings, right? They they could do it in one meeting, right? They could, uh, right. So. When, I, when I'm saying three rate cuts, where I, what I guess I really was saying is 75 basis points lower than what it is today. And if you do the quarter point thing, that would be right. three quarter points. But to Jason's point, doesn't have to go that way. 800-951-0592, final segment here, Patriot Radio News Hour, Joe and Jason, uh, $5 Liberties, Liberty Gold Pieces, 1 through 9, 590, 10 or more, 585 at 800-951-0592, gold 2040, silver tw- almost 2425, almost up, uh, almost up a dollar sixty now. Uh, uh, on the move in silver. And like I said, we got caught off guard because I, I didn't expect this until the next meeting. I didn't expect this until the the meeting at the end of January because at that point you would have a lot more runoff in the repo. And, and of course, you have got to remember continuing resolutions, Right, that the government spending. Matter, matter of fact, right now they're they're going to be the House is supposed to be voting on a eight hundred and eighty one billion dollar Defense Act bill. Now they're not they're spending money, believe me, and they're going to spend a lot more of it. Plus the fact that the Treasury, right, they've already said, hey, first quarter next year we gotta we gotta raise another. We we don't know the exact amount, but somewhere around a hundred. I want to say let's call it one hundred fifteen billion, one hundred twenty billion. So I expected that then. We got it early, uh, Jason, and I think this is just you want to be in now because I think a lot of these events over the next 6 to 12 weeks, we're going to have two or three more of these events happening that I think drive gold, drive silver, Uh, talking about continuing resolutions, treasury funding, uh, the the, the uh, talk, I think, from the Fed now of when 
the first rate cut, uh, rate cut may be. In addition to, hey, we're going to need to start talking about ending quantitative tightening. I think we can see all of those in the next 12 to 16 weeks. I think that's likely. Yeah, for sure. You know, the, uh, the, the reverse repo, as you mentioned many times this hour, that's, that's that fuse that was lit some time ago. And as it slowly gets down to that, to that, that ending position, yeah, the rate, the rate cuts are, are probably coming, Joe. And, you know, should they, uh, should they cut rates? Not with inflation. They should, really, they should have raised them this last. They should have raised them yesterday, Joe. They should have raised them, you know. But uh, there's too many fat cat friends they have in on Wall Street and uh, in in very uh, influential places in the world, and they got to keep those guys floating as high as they can. I, I think that's their goal is to is to float these markets as much as they can next year. And if the small guy has to pay, you know, a hundred dollars for a steak, so be it. The rich guy can afford it, Joe. That's that's what we're heading for. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I see as well. This is going to be very interesting uh, how this all plays out. And, and again, I didn't think it was possible to be able to get below two percent or back to two percent. And and Jay Powell just confirmed it yesterday, saying, "Hey, we're we're not going to wait for that. We're not we're not waiting for that. Uh, we're going to have to start cutting when the money runs out." Because it really, he didn't say that, but that's what he said. We're going to have to start cutting when the money runs out, right? And, and the money runs out in the next, you know, say 12 to 16 weeks, the money runs out. So it just makes sense. It's a great opportunity here. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason, we're coming right back with the Half Empty Cup. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 